0: We are It's Just a Hill, a cycling club that promotes inclusion, judgment free, with no gatekeepers. Focused on creating content from behind the handlebars to in the studio, It's Just a Hill is producing videos and podcasts to spread the message that cycling is for everyone. We are focused on reminding everyone that riding your bike can help you overcome any obstacle, because after all, it's just a hill. Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's Just a Hill Cycling Podcast. What was that I just did with my hand? the hell? I'm your host, John Stenning, and a bit later in the episode, I will be joined by some of the other IJA members to discuss our recent trip to Chatham, New York, and our participation in the Farmer's Daughter Gravel Grinder. That's right. So stay tuned for that in just a bit. But first, I'd like to get some business out of the way. And for the last time this year, the year of our Lord, 2023, I would like to plug the Greylock Century Vertical Challenge. If you're a member of our Strabo Club, if you've heard of this podcast before, if you're on our Facebook page, you've uh, probably heard me promote this event ad nauseum. And guess what? I don't care. It's a great event. It's very reasonably priced. It's super well supported. The rest stops are awesome. The volunteers are awesome. Uh, you can check out the Bike Reg page in the YouTube description. Wow, I did the point. Below. And um, there's a 70-mile version and a 100-mile version. The 100-mile version is like 12,000 feet of climbing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the 70 version uh, has like eight thousand or so. It's it's a lot, um, and it's daunting and it's challenging and it is awesome. Yeah, like I said, there are six rest stops, and amazing volunteers. Some of the best views around. The, the view at Greylock is awesome. There's like a huge tower at the top. Uh, it's a war memorial tower, and um, I think the First World War, maybe the Second. I don't know, all the world wars, blend, blend, they blend together for me. The third one, the ongoing third world war. Um, yeah, like I said, you will suffer, but you know that's how you get stronger and more confident on your bike. You get to do some sick descents. Uh, that's a good thing that pairs with all of the uphills. There's a lot of downhill too. It's not much flat on the Greylock ride. It's all up or down. Um, and it's awesome. You've heard us talk about it before. Uh, we think you should check it out. And uh, you can check out the video on our YouTube from last year's event. And it's awesome. Please check it out. Sign up. Berkshire Velo puts it on. They're a great club. And uh, they, they could use the support. And I think there are about 50 or so people signed up. But well, come on, let's get it to 100. I know that might not happen. Um, but yeah. It's a great event, and we think you should do it. And if you can't do it this year, put it on your calendar for next year. I hope they continue to do it. And, uh, oh, yeah, all the proceeds go to youth cycling in the area. So that's awesome. Find me at the start or the finish, and I'll give you some free stickers. Uh, I might have stickers with me middle of the ride, so let me know. Sometimes I carry them in my ride wallet, but that also means they're kind of sweaty. All right. Some of those stickers can be purchased at www.itsjustahill.com. You see that segue into just a little bit of plugging the merch. You can just check out our website. We have stuff there. with where we put all of our videos, uh, videos that aren't associated with the podcast, videos that are associated with the podcast, our links for when our kits come out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, bookmark it. It'sjustahill.com. And uh, now uh, I'm going to take a little break and we're going to cut to a different video with me in it because that's how this works. And I'm gonna be with a bunch of people that I participated in Farmer's Daughter with this year. So thanks for watching. Or it's not the end of the episode. So thanks for watching this part. And hopefully you continue to watch the next part. Here it is. Hello and welcome. I already did an intro. I don't know why I'm saying hello. And welcome. Welcome to the four of you. Uh you heard who I am. I'm gonna go around what my circle looks like starting to my right, like happy day style. Uh, Ryan, I don't even, Ryan, how do you, How do you, Holstein? Holstein. Holstein.
1: <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Yeah,
2: it's it, it's probably a learning experience for all of you, right?
1: Didn't you guys ride together today? We Just did. Wandering. We did. And we like, did. Ryan, I
0: can uh, edit this part out, but we <laughs> met like a member of your extended family today and they actually said oh, yeah. your last name and I was like excited That's to hear right. it, but I didn't really like retain it a hundred percent. That's why I said it with such... Uh, guess and I was wrong. So this is what I get for not preparing. And yeah. this should, this can say in the podcast. And I apologize. Could you say it one more time for Bike Court? Uh, what your name is?
2: Yep. Yeah, so it's Holstein. Holstein. Which uh, Holstein. in in college it always got mistaken for hustlin. So it was Ryan hustlin? Which was Ooh, that was fun very for a while. Very but cool. yeah, yeah, Holstein. Holstein. All
0: right. Uh, The person who called me out for not knowing uh, how to pronounce his name, Adam Carroll. Hello, Adam. Thank you for joining us.
2: Hi, you Uh,
1: said my last name right.
0: Yeah. um, Actually, uh, speaking of extended families, there are Carrolls in my extended family. We have talked about this before. We're not related, we don't think. Uh, Also joining me, Brian (laughs) St. Pierre. Hello, Brian. Hello. And uh, Sam Dimmick. Hello, Sam.
3: Hey, thanks for having me
0: uh you're welcome uh so if i'm in the middle of the brady bunch uh did you guys ever watch brady bunch some of you are very young and probably not um who's in the middle is it the housekeeper
1: uh, oh. I, I know what you're
2: talking about but i don't i don't know the reference well enough right. it brady might bunch, be.
0: i'm pretty sure it is the housekeeper whose name escapes me right now but um you know, I guess I'm the housekeeper of the podcast, and today uh, the housekeeping at hand is that we are going to talk about Farmer's Daughter. It's been a few weeks, so I did write down. I remember I wasn't really great at getting everyone together, but we all participated in this event this year, Farmer's Daughter 2023. It was in May, um, and it. I don't know. I had a lot of fun. May 21st, it was presented by Bountiful Bread and Steiner Sports. I did not know that until presented by Bountiful Bread. They did want. They, the did, they didn't get
2: a lot of signage out. Bountiful Bread.
0: No, no, uh, but I didn't know that. So there were 1,200 people, uh, 90 bucks each. Yes. Can you do, Adam, Adam, can you do the math real quick? I have it in front of me.
1: How many people?
0: 1,200.
1: 1,200?
0: Sure. 1, oh,
1: wow, fuck you. Wow. Uh, wow. It's a lot. $108,000. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's
0: wild. So, like, sure, money. money goes into it, but that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money coming in for an event like this. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. You could you could camp on site for an additional $35. None of us did that. Uh, we know someone that did, Jason Berenger, who actually told me about this event. He did that. And uh, I don't know. That sounds fun. Adam, you and I did that for Overland. Uh, it's like a yeah, that was day. a blast.
1: Yeah. Um, Overland's cool, though, with the two-day. Yeah, two I days. I don't think so- that was only one night one night right the night just the night before probably i don't know if they did today yeah
0: Yeah. oh yeah i forget overly you sleep the night after you arrive much easier night to sleep after the big effort except for the the camping the night before a big effort like that i'm kind of torn on it because sometimes it's a lot you know stressful
1: i'm looking to rock a different setup this year on that but anyways yeah
0: (laughs) wow okay it was a little teaser for cryptic yeah you'll see you'll see (laughs) uh past year was the 10th year no one here had done farmer's daughter before is that correct it was nope. all of our first right. time. Uh, if you're just Correct. listening to the podcast, most people just nodded. And then, okay, everyone said thanks at the end. Okay, sorry to <laughs> call you guys out. Um, it was 65 miles and 6,000 feet. That's what I, that, is that right? That's what it, it said on the website. Is that really what we did? I don't have, I should have the Strava link. So I you. have mine pulled up in front of me. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Brian. Someone came prepared. Thank you. Never, my, me, never me. My computer
4: says 67 miles, 7,100 yep. feet.
0: Wow. I believe if I, I don't think I had above 7,000, if I recall correctly. Um, Yeah, I think I
2: was in the like 6,500 range, something like that. Wow. Wow.
0: That's low. Sorry. Yeah. You got to throw your head unit up in the air a couple more times. Uh, 45 miles on maintained gravel roads is set in three sections of unmaintained dirt paths or double track. Does everyone remember it that way? Like there were three sort of harder single track sections? Yeah. One sort of beginning. Then the second one was like very Rudy right before the second rest stop. And yeah. uh, the last yeah. one was right after the third rest stop, right? With that insanely steep section that was just like shale uh, for right. a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That was right that was after the third rest stop. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, There's so always there's a hill re-
1: after rest stop. Yeah.
0: Why is that? Is that just what riding out in that area is just because there are a lot of hills? Why does it seem that? I like?
1: don't know, man. It, there's literally a hill after every rest stop in every event. And your legs period. are just like full
0: of lactic <laughs> acid at that point, And like yeah. you need a good five or ten minutes to like shake it out, especially if like you know you're taking your time. We were sort of taking our time at the rest stops, you know, right? Uh what was the first rest stop? I don't I don't remember it as well. It the first was at the winery. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The one.
0: Oh, that's right. It was like that's a little farm, paired up with paired up with Whit Hill there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That was fun. Oh, and they had the, that's where they had the fruit jerky, which I took like a lot of those. You
2: went big on fruit jerky. They also had two kinds of Oreos, which I was big on. They had the vanilla and the standard Oreo. Yeah. I I had that. They did did a great job with the, with the rest, with the rest stops. With the selection.
0: And they were like different, like all three rest stops didn't have the same stuff. The first one is what we mentioned um adam has like gone dark who knows
2: uh,
0: <laughs> yeah uh, he texted me one second but Disappeared. um so the first one right had like the fruit jerky and had rice krispie treats which i just bought a box of 54 rice krispie treats today uh god help my self-control uh, congratulations i will uh, just eat them on the bike and not, they're so reasonably priced <laughs> and they're so like they're like a quarter of the price of like a martin bar or like an rx bar or something it's wild yep. yeah brian, i know brian Xavier, Brian St. Pierre, you are a fan. Is that correct? Of Rice
4: I'm i I'm a fan of Rice Krispie treats on the bike. I feel yes. like they, uh, <laughs> they just they're sweet, but they're also salty. Uh-huh. They do they provide a very good like bite and crunch, but at the same time they're not hard to eat. They're still soft. There, there can't be much fiber in there at all because it's just rice and sugar and there's a little no. bit of butter. That's the only thing about them is that there's a little bit of fat in there, but that could be good too if it's a long ride. Um, sure. And then most importantly, they don't really weigh anything.
2: So can I oh, jump in here probably, on, on, your on that though? So, yeah, yeah, of I course. Want I want everyone's say, opinion. This is, this is the downfall of the Rice Krispie Treat is it? it doesn't weigh, it, there's not much to it. So it takes up a, a lot of volume the amount of
0: sure. oh. okay. Now, I've probably talked about this on the podcast before, so forgive me if I'm repeating myself. But one of the greatest moments in my cycling quote unquote career was when uh, we did a ride, uh, Adam was there that was 200 miles, and we met up with Brian St. Pierre around I don't know, Brian, miles 60 or so. And yeah. uh, you had Rice Krispie treats in your back pocket. Oh my god, everyone, that was the best you,
1: thing ever, it,
0: Adam. <laughs> Truly, right. Truly an amazing, unforgettable yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Un, unprompted. We did not ask him. We just, we, we, we did ask a lot of him to pull us around on a big ride. Uh, so thank you, Brian, <laughs> but he went above oh. and beyond obviously, and brought us rice, crispy treats and handed them out to us like, um, on late at night road. I remember exactly. I will never forget the exact spot. Also, Brian, uh, Cody, who's not with us, but did farmer's daughter has that on video. Uh, but yeah, it was amazing, Brian. So you <laughs> stuffed a lot in your pockets. They now, you know, your did your pockets feel over full? You must have had six of them.
4: <laughs> yeah, probably. I think I might have uh I think I had them, you know, in the back of my shirt. I was, you know, yeah, really domestique about that shit.
0: Yeah. Uh Sam, you ever eat a Rice Krispie tree on the bike?
3: I don't, um, and while as you guys are saying this, all I'm thinking is that ever since I got my wisdom teeth out like two months ago, all I've yep. done is ge- all I've done is gels since then. I've mm. and I and I haven't turned back really on the bike. Is that so. to protect your teeth? At the time, it was just to not like chew, and I was just yeah. using gels at the time, like right after the wisdom teeth. But now I'm just totally stuck with it. Like I like the gels way easier to eat on the bike, they but uh, no, right. I uh, they're not exciting, but
0: they're very easy for me. They're, yeah, I don't
3: know. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I so no, I don't go race crispy cheat a lot, um, but I should try it.
0: Yeah, I do remember they had them at the first rest stop. I probably had one. I think they also had them at the third rest stop. But the second rest stop was the one that was Bountiful Bread, like fully sponsored. Like the bread truck was there. Oh, it
1: was so good. The sandwiches. Sandwiches,
0: yes. The sandwiches were so good. Those protein bites. You, you guys eat the... sandwiches? Did you go oh, yeah, all, like, They had yeah. like
2: turkey sandwiches and everything. Yeah, I didn't go meat
0: sando. You
2: did? Yeah. You did? Wow. Okay.
0: Anyone Which else had a I, pro- I had a peanut
4: butter sandwich.
3: Same. Yeah,
4: I had a peanut butter sandwich. Sam?
3: Uh protein bite. Wicked good. The energy ball oh, things no, that they had? Sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A few of those. They're they're really good. Yeah.
0: Adam, some some people, including myself, might say it's a risky move to eat a cold cut sandwich in the middle of a big ride. How did you feel about it? No question. Uh, You were like, I have an iron stomach. You felt nothing. (laughs) I literally felt nothing. That's your own fucking, that's your own problem, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Felt great. Felt great. Hell yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, They looked delicious and it was like freshly baked bread. Um, I had a peanut butter sandwich and put honey on it. There was honey. There was also cookies there. I had a couple of cookies. I did not end the day uh, with a calorie deficit. That's for sure.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we all ate pretty well at those stops. Yeah. They were um, so, they were uh, so well stocked. It was really nice.
0: Did one Rip Van Waffles, big fan. Oh, Rip Van Waffles. The yeah, Big Van Waffles. And a dog. The third one had a dog. Oh
2: yeah, the dog. A dog big. that
0: didn't really like, dog... really want to be pet, but still was like a very nice dog. And I kind of yeah, like, I kind of respect dog. that when a dog like is just like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, like I don't. The actual.
2: You. Yeah. Sorry to no, interrupt. No, no the, the other the other bite at that stop was that Mexican chocolate cake, which which they hinted in the That's email right. before.
0: That's and right. that was a good bite. I didn't have that. I think actually maybe I did. Did someone no, break me off a piece of something? One of you guys did.
4: I
2: remember uh, Ryan I had gave everyone
4: a really something. good bite. And John, I think you said you had a bite that was dry. I did.
0: I did. I didn't no. want to I didn't want to talk. I I you know, you're right. I did say you that. You know, it I'm was... sorry.
4: I should have known no. what you were doing there.
0: No, I just want to No, it I was actually I though. wasn't trying to tiptoe around <laughs> it. I was just trying to make sure it was that rest stop where I Listen. If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard my dumbass opinions before. I never said I was a genius. Okay. I've got a lot of opinions. I've never said that they were good or people need to follow along with them. But that frigging piece of cake was dry as hell that day. You, and I did eat it. And I, but also this was such a well-run event and I can't speak poorly about it because they you know, I think stuff. the thing
2: that you're thinking of though, the thing that I shared with you and maybe yes. Adam was the, was yeah. the chocolate yeah. babka, which was not yes, the chocolate cake. It. Yeah. It was like, That's what yeah, I had bread, that. which was, That's what I had. Which was not a great chocolate babka
0: oh fair well I'm, thank you for clarifying that yeah well i'm One glad this is all cleared mexican up because the
3: mexican cake was like you said it was in the email sam did you have mexican cake no but i had the babka i remember it and i don't want to How talk about it but i but it was a little dry i'm sorry it was I remember dry. that it was yeah dry. <laughs> but that but i don't I, I regret saying that because the stations were so good you should have just mixed it with gatorade yeah yeah, yeah pour a little <laughs> gatorade
0: on it you should have oh you know you should have topped it with a gel
3: yeah, exactly. Frosting unt- like gel, unt- gel untapped maple, maybe. Do, oh fuck, that was so good. You could pour do that you, on anything, and it would be good. Yeah,
1: like, they had
0: what? What else were they like? Do you think they were sponsored by any like of those cycling brands? I don't remember. I don't have it in my notes here. Or was it all just like you know, it was mostly purchased like, with the hundred and eight thousand dollars they raked in with part of the hundred and eight thousand dollars?
1: They used their feed store credit and then paid <laughs> one hundred and seven thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They got a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were sweep vehicles. There was swag, which uh, maybe the swag was the worst part about it. And uh, it was chip timed, uh, which was odd because it wasn't a race, right? Like uh, that was a weird thing. Some people treated it like a race. Some people even like sarcastically trolled their Strava post to say that it wasn't a race, even though they took a picture on a podium. I don't know. I don't know these people, so. I, you know but i did see that and um i think that's weird because it wasn't a race does anyone else have any feelings on the whole thing that it was chip time but it wasn't a race
1: yeah people rode aggressive in that first trail section maybe too yeah. much so
0: yeah they were riding like it was a race to get position mm-hmm. on the first trail section that is for sure i fell over i was pushed
1: over uh yeah <laughs> brian uh, had that guy say it wasn't a race or it was a race it was, it was competitive race, but right. it wasn't I forget
0: what he said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or something like, yeah. It is, but I, it
1: isn't. Yeah. Right.
0: Which like, okay. So we're not like from the area. We're not like keyed into like the scene, but like, it seemed like there were a handful of people that were there to race. I wonder like, if that's like a thing in that area, you know, like it's a, it's an unspoken. Cause I don't know, like uh, we've talked about it before in the podcast. Some of us have been on the show or, and some others haven't, but like, you know, like racing on open roads or like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. People were racing too. Was anyone else harassed by aggressive riders? Sam, were you pushed off the side of the road? Like
3: I was, no, it wasn't pushed. Uh, the, the first, the first trail section was hectic. Yeah. Um, and then the first 20 minutes I'd say for was fast and we rode yeah. hard and we, we definitely took our times at the aid stations, which was sweet. And, uh, but I'd say when, while we were riding, we were generally going pretty hard. Um, yeah, I
0: agree.
3: Yeah. Y- yeah. And, uh, but, but yeah, the first 20 minutes we were kind of with people that were racing as well, I'd say, or that like we're trying to race. Cause it was just the start of the race and yeah, yeah, there were definitely people getting after it. So
4: the, uh, yeah. those first like had, like four miles or whatever of pavement before we hit yeah. dirt. Like, yeah, it was, it was really fast. And it was like, honestly, a very similar vibe, to the start of that plymouth ride which was a race
0: yes oh 100 yeah
4: and i think i my honestly i think my i remember turning to maybe multiple people and just being like damn uh my heart rate is way too high like we we gotta chill the hell out (laughs) i think for those first those first miles on pavement like my heart rate was probably average like 165 170 it was crazy yeah yeah
0: um and like I don't think we had the best position. Like, I remember dilly-dallying myself. I don't think anyone's necessarily to blame here, but like we definitely didn't get to the start line in a place where we had a good spot to get to that dirt section first, you know? And I didn't well, the really, waves were weird. The waves were so weird. How many did we have in our waves? What was it like
1: 800 people in the first one and then like 100 or 200 in each of the second ones?
0: Yeah, there's 1200 people. And just, there's three waves. Just do 400 in each wave. It's so easy yeah. to figure out. Like yeah. we're like 750 plus in our wave. And you like, can yeah, tell people was... if you're going
1: to race, go in front. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. Just do a race. Get wave. those people out of those. Just do
0: a race yeah. wave. You know, like and and maybe yeah. like have them pay a little bit more. I don't know. I feel I don't
1: know. Like Seriously. literally giving a group of testosterone fueled cyclists freaking chip timers, but saying it's not a race is like throwing right. a pack of meat in front of a bunch of wolves and being like, you're not eating that. But it's just here, just so you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. T- <laughs> like, so, okay. So, that's a great point. Like, what, why, why was it chip timed?
1: People say safe for, yeah, yeah. for safety. We
2: entertained that idea, though, that, that it was for safety to make sure people could finish. But John they didn't call you. Yeah. He went east of the finish line. He never, he never <laughs> went through it. I
0: never In went into the, uh, the game. Yeah. yeah. I never he went never got under got the game. I called like him like a true idiot and I never got called. So, I don't think it was about safety uh-huh. because technically I was never marked across meanwhile
1: torta Rodi has called me and it's not even chip time and i got a call from them because i didn't check in when i got back wow wow yeah
0: hell yeah torta roadie that's coming up that's a quick plug for torta Rodi. sign up help uh yeah sam's wearing his torta shirt amazing <laughs> yeah
3: baby yeah, okay, you,
4: amazing. <laughs> um uh i yeah. have another weird addition about the chip time thing please um which I think I was in agreement, yeah, like maybe that was a reason, like the safety, so that they can keep track of, you know, make sure everyone finished. Um, but I, uh, Adam and I both didn't realize when we <laughs> went to get our, you know, nameplates and whatever to check in at the beginning of the day that someone else had already grabbed ours for us oh, because we yeah. had asked and they very nicely did. I think it was maybe Ryan. Um, thank you yep. again.
3: Nice job. But then, so. we,
4: but then we didn't know so we went to go get our things and like there everyone's going crazy looking for our names and trying to check us in and give, give us our stuff and uh we ended up both just writing our names on new cards right uh new bike new faceplates and uh then so then we also had new chip numbers and everything to go with our new number and i noticed on my official time that my old chip yeah the first chip that actually had my name on it had a time, what for the race? Wow. And I didn't, I didn't ride it on that chip. That chip was sitting in Adam's car all day.
2: <laughs> it had a time.
1: Wow. That's interesting. What How did the hell? they were able to switch that because that happened? Yeah, was it too. first?
0: <laughs> Wait,
1: what happened, Adam? No, the same thing with Brian. Like they were able, like they told me to write down the number I was given, so they yeah. switched it somehow electronically. So, like, yeah, I didn't use the original plate, but they were able to trace my time. It was accurate.
0: Oh. oh, I mean, that's. I mean, that seems nice of them that they did that. Um, I guess there was a little kerfuffle at the beginning when Ryan graciously got your geez, Ryan. Nice job, good job. I didn't there, even nice realize guy.
2: that I had dropped the ball, like, I didn't realize that I hadn't told you guys
1: that I did that, which is less helpful than just not. Getting
2: <laughs> we were both so <laughs> like,
1: How do both of us not have numbers? Like, we're the only two people that have yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were uh, just Adam, too busy know.
0: hanging out by Adam's truck talking to Sam. Yeah,
1: like, uh, <laughs> you're gonna get get ready soon,
0: yeah, soon.
2: Like right because doing literally nothing.
0: <laughs> you guys drove up the morning of Sam. You stayed locally with uh with family, right? And then Ryan and I stayed with Brian um and Jeremy. Yeah. Brian rode his bike through the I'm sure if Brian was here, he would be telling us about how he rode his bike through the hotel uh hallway trying to create a segment. He did it three or four times. It was it was fun. It was funny. I thought I it thought was, it was very mm-hmm.
2: funny. Yeah. He uploaded I also, it to wrote, I also wrote down this was like pre pre ride day but uh yep, rain raining in my truck on the way up
0: oh yeah serious, in your truck.
2: serious rain on the way up there
0: yeah whatever happened with that i was in the front seat so i was not you know uh i i honestly didn't even care really i mean it sucked for your truck but i was like whatever these guys are getting wet back there i was sort uh, of sort of the, the, the same
2: boat as you if i'm honest i don't know like i haven't yeah really well you were driving too you
0: had you know better things to deal with
2: yeah i know it's apparently a thing on those trucks that uh Rain can get in through like the tail, like the mid tail light. So, uh, I, it rained
0: on Brian and Jeremy
3: on the way up. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah. And uh, I don't know why I went back to how we got up there, but, um, how, like, if it, like, I don't know, everyone's first time doing it, myself included. Uh, Sam, would you do it again?
3: Yeah. I think I'm, I'd love to do it next year. Um, yeah. I'm, do you I'm have any next year. Other-
0: other thoughts about the ride that I didn't mention, whether it be like how how it was run or like any pros or cons, you know, like
3: we, no, we I, both
0: agree that there was some dry fucking babka, but hey, maybe it's like a scone. I believe you and yeah. I have both experienced dry scones before and some some patients are just harder than others, you know?
3: Yeah. And it was definitely an event, too. Like I, it was wet, like it rained the night before. So yep. like the, those single track sections sloppy. were You're were right. sloppy. So like, if I were to go out on a solo ride on a Saturday, like I'm not including that section in my route, but just because, uh, it, was yeah. an, because yeah. it was, it was an event, like we had to do it. So like, that was sweet, I guess, <laughs> like to just to like do something that we wouldn't have, or like, wouldn't have done otherwise. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, hell yeah. No, I agree. I forgot. I forgot how dirty it was, but my bike was filthy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, it was cool too. Like t- sometimes not to make another skiing reference, but like skiing, it's tough like when you have a group of friends and it's like you're all trying to go down the same trails and everything so i was like excited or like interested to see at the start of the day like how we would do with all of our group but we stayed together all day and ripped it it was fun
0: yeah Yeah. got a little aggressive at the end i think i I, i'm usually to blame at the end of a ride when if it gets a little bit too aggressive (laughs) um i don't know i there's something in me sometimes where i see like that i only have eight ten ten or less miles to go and something clicks in my head slash my legs where I'm just like, I am, let's get done, you know? Uh, Yeah. But you're right. We did stay together really nicely. I think until the end and yeah. Uh, uh, Brian uh, or BSP, you know, a lot of Brian confusion. I know we should just be calling you BSP. Uh, Brian, I'm sorry, but do you, what are you, what would you do farmer's daughter again? And what are your sort of, I guess, closing thoughts, if you will, um, about the ride?
4: Uh, I would 100% do this ride again. I thought it was a real blast. I think really the only sort of frustration was that bottleneck at that first, uh, yeah. you know, single track section, um, and then kind of the the discrepancy with vibe of like definitely some people really seeming like they wanted to race it. Um, yeah. So maybe there's some room for improvement in how they organize the waves and some clarity about that. But I really really enjoyed the day. Um, I thought it was a hell of a ride nice people really good food uh it was just great time
0: yeah we didn't really talk about the food at all but the food afterwards too was really good like make your own it it said burritos but it was just like make your own taco plates it was great like i'm not complaining at all it was weird that it said burritos because i just read it again and it was like burritos but basically it was like there were taco shells at the bottom
1: of the plate and then the plate was about six inches tall of food
0: full of food for all of us yeah (laughs) really Um, good too yeah uh adam would you do it again in closing
1: thoughts yeah uh it was really good actually one thing that they did really well the check-in process aside from our little hiccup that was our own fault uh it was super fast like brian and i were concerned like are we gonna make it in time what's it gonna be like when we show up in the morning honestly we have plenty of time to get ready everything check-in i mean the check-in was 10 minutes tops and that was with the mess up so we would have been done in two minutes
0: oh Um, yeah it was two minutes for us yeah like
1: we so, were there pretty early still but it was so so fast like no concerns if i were to do it and drive up again in the morning it was like two and a half hours from my house top and that was with like a f- two stops brian i think we stopped twice we did stop twice yeah it was like nice. two and a half hours and then we checked in in like two minutes so stop that me? was we're my good? fault oh fault?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no that was uh no we just had like rest the regular um mass bike rest stops Oh, gotcha. We stopped at one and we got coffee and food, and then uh I needed to use that. That resulted in the second right, stop. <laughs> right as we got to the, the next rest stop. Oh, nice. So That's good timing, though.
0: Know? That's good. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the ad break. I don't know why I did the same hello as before. It's just sort of my like podcasting mode. But uh, here's the ad break that we had to go to because Zoom limits your calls and I'm not paying for Zoom. Uh, before we get back to the wrap up of our Farmer's Daughter chat, I would like to take a moment to mention our club sponsors. First and foremost, Mythic Bike Works out of Peacedale, Rhode Island, right near the Peacedale Rotary, which is personally one of my favorite types of road furniture and also conveniently located right off the South County Bike Path. You can also check out the Peacedale Ramp Room, which is right up the street. Uh, Mythic has a part in setting this up. They have their own shop right inside. It's an indoor ramp room. Uh, it's complete, like I said, with its own bike shop. You can stop by either location right in Peacedale, Rhode Island for all your bike needs or hit up mythicbikeworks.com. A guy in his pie, Detroit-style pizza. You can get full pies, appetizers, and slices. Place your order ahead of time. Pick it up at the time you choose. And now you can enjoy your pizza right outside during these gorgeous summer months. There are now tables right outside. So grab your pizza, eat it fresh right at the tables outside. Uh, instead of, you know, what, what I've done before is I've picked up like multiple pizzas for people, but then I'll like eat a slice of one right away in my car as I'm driving away. So you can now do that at the tables right outside. Check them out at a aguyandhispie.com and uh, um, on Instagram for some great mouthwatering posts. that uh, update all the specials all the time. And uh, yeah, always doing new stuff, but always doing the classics Detroit style too. And so yeah, check them out, a guy in a spy. Also, Bomb, located in westerly Rhode Island at Dunn's Corner at 240 Post Road. You can get burritos and bowls at the OG location or head right next door in the very same plaza for wings and wedges. You can find either menu online at www.bombwingsri.com and www.bombburritosri.com. Why did I say the WWW? I don't know. It's sort of just implied now. You don't really need to say it anymore. Also, can't forget Pepperidge Farm. After all, it is the Stenning family business, uh, if you're aware. So what I suggest is grab a couple of slices of swirl bread, cinnamon or raisin. I do prefer the raisin. Put peanut butter on them. Make a peanut butter sandwich out of that bread. You can cut it in half if you want. It's a little bit skinnier, but those are great ride stacks. You can stuff them in your back pocket, stuff them in your bar bag, and uh, that is to me, is a ride snack to remember, because after all, Pepperidge Farm remembers. And of course, this podcast network, my podcast network, Decaf Left Media, check us out wherever you get your podcasts for more episodes of this very show and some of the other shows that I have worked on. Thanks. Now, back to the Farmer's Daughter Chat. Um, Ryan, thoughts? Would you do it again? Closing thoughts, regards.
2: Yeah. So not a unique take would do it again. Um, I felt like, felt like my, my money was like, went to good use, you know, good, great rest stops. It was well run. It was, you know, efficient, getting in and out of there, all that stuff. Um, Yeah. I mean, it it was a great day. It was a good mix of, of terrain too. You know, like I I wouldn't have, uh, I like the way Sam said that, like, you know, The rain that we had the day before, I wouldn't have gone out and ridden some of those uh, those muddy single track sections. But then, uh, you know, again, like that second second single track Rudy section where, uh, you know, we were kind of in the trees there by that lake. I think I think that was, was you know, people were were whooping in the woods and, you know, that was a great time. Um, Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Great day. I think I think my my favorite quote, too, was, uh, John, you and I were talking on the way up. And mm-hmm. Kind of just talking about what kind of day we were going to expect, and uh, uh, we were we were talking about the elevation, you know, like the you know, all oh, 6,500 feet. We're like, and I think we both said we're like, it's not the elevation that's gonna like get you know, it's gonna be like the technical sections that are make that make this yeah, ride yeah. difficult. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was a bad take, you know, because it, it was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, in the end, it was those hills,
0: <laughs> yeah, the hills really because like. Those three technical sections, I did like That A. They were very different, right? First one, I would say super muddy. Second one, super rooty. Third one, really rocky. Uh, I didn't feel as confident about the third one. Yeah, steep and loose. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was, and it's the type of riding, right? Like, uh, you know, some people actually, this is, I'm glad you said this, because some people, and they were like, oh, it's just a hill, you know? And, like, it's very nice people, you know, compliment us or say they've seen us on youtube or whatever but then like people are like where are you from and you say rhode island and they're like there's no hills in rhode island so listen to every single person that says that you know my email my email i put my email in everything it's john J O N at it's just the shoot me an email come to my house we will ride i will show you where the hills are fuck you uh, okay <laughs> but that being said you we would ask the people where are you from and they'd be like brooklyn what are the hills in Brooklyn? Get out of yeah, here! Get come on, out of here. but you can't necessarily train in the same way you can in those areas around here because it is harder to find hills, especially like that, like a you know a sixty-seven mile day or whatever with like seven thousand feet of climbing. That's a lot. That's pretty hard to do around here. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of there weren't many flat sections. It was pretty consistent rolling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a, that's a great point. Not many flat sections. That's how I feel about what some of us are doing this weekend. Greylock, not many flat sections. You get to go up a lot. And you get to go down a lot. Um, you just, I don't, you just rest when you're going down, I guess. Uh, but that's how we had, that's a, just like a different way of riding that. I think a lot of us aren't used to, um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. I had a blast. I would 100% go again. I would, like, recommend other people to go. I don't just – oh, I said what the price point was earlier. Not quite as cheap as something like Greylock, which I think is 60 bucks, but still in a reasonable price range. It's not like an Overland price tag. And, uh, yeah, it was really well done. Uh, the We sort of touched on – well, I sort of touched on it earlier, but the swag was really whack. They did hand out, like, some uh, glass, like – I don't know. What you would you call them? Uh, glassware guess- from the previous year?
2: Yeah it was like a snifter almost a beer snifter a almost beer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah but there weren't many of those all of us got a silicone beer quote unquote glass that was made of silicone and was stretchy and um arguably the worst winter hat i don't know where you're from a win, a, a beanie a toque hat whatever the fuck you call it um it was maybe the worst the worst hat i've ever seen in my life and um uh it is now with my rags my bike rags and <laughs> i loved the event and the food was great and it was super well priced but that i mean man you could have upgraded to get
4: socks did anyone get the yeah. socks no.
2: no and i was I actually should've... gonna try to like hold on to my uh my hat for like a bit to like wear it yeah. on the podcast, but i couldn't even like bring myself to hang on to it for that long like i it was in the way one day and i just chucked it you know it was yeah. a bad it was a bad hat
0: I mean it feels wasteful, but that's not our fault. They made a bad hat, you know. <laughs> bad hat. Yeah. What are you bad gonna do, Harry? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, um I would like to say a little uh something about the end of the ride. Okay. When it was yeah, like I'm guilty about I'm guilty for it too, because I was feeling pretty good that day and uh believe it was, you know, it was John Adam myself and brian and we kind of went off a bit and there was a couple other guys around us that were like you know definitely trying to put in some efforts and we kind of like had a bit of like a weird situation with a few people where like they were i don't know what they were doing i don't know, it was like some weird intersections and things got a little bit weird for a minute and then there was uh Wait, so what? we kind of went we kind of went off on them there was some someone acting weird about like he like wasn't happy about uh I don't know a move that we made or like something weird. I don't remember what it was, but then we kind of went off and we didn't want them to catch up to us. And then the four of us were like kind of just hammering for the last eight or however many miles. And then some, there was a couple other guys that came up on us and made an attack and that was really fun. We were all all trading a bit and then they couldn't hang. And then, uh, uh, then we got to the very end where that rotary was, and you had the very fun idea of just, "Oh, I'm going to do an extra lap around the rotary." And <laughs> yeah, the what police listen. officer that was there, like, yeah. said something. I forgot
0: what did he say. He said, "Nobody likes a show off."
4: Right. <laughs> no one likes a show off.
0: Yeah, um, I went around the rotary. I, so <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, it, uh, this is something I like to do. And I came up to the rotary and I went like this. And Brian Coddy's right behind me and he goes, I'm not going around an extra time. Like he just (laughs) immediately like shut me down. And, but that like, so I ended up going around and I hear the cop say something to me, but I also happen to have my GoPro running and I didn't think that's what he said. I thought he said something about like, you want to catch your friends or something like that. I didn't think it was nobody likes to show off because I'd like to think if I heard him say that, then I would have gone around a third time and uh, flipped him (laughs) off when I went by him. But, uh, yeah he did say that and then uh this is when this is what caused me to miss the finish line because like <laughs> i'm feeling good i go around the rotary you know it felt like you know it was fun obviously uh and i catch up with you guys and we were still hammering pretty hard but we're like coming through the town square and there's just one other guy and i think i'm on the front of the group at this point and i like put down a little bit of extra power because i know we're coming to a close. And uh, uh not to bury the lead here but i never had the root on my head unit the whole time i never had a route that's how well marked this course was and how good you guys are at pointing out turns and shit because i never had a route the whole time i fucked up and i forgot to download the new york map like a fucking amateur and um uh, i'm sprinting with this guy and there are codes in the middle of the road that denote the left turn into the final straight and i blow straight through the cones I remember noticing the cones. I remember thinking, what are these cones here for? Oh, they're plenty wide enough. I can go right through them. And I go right through them with this other guy. And you guys all turn left and go underneath. The this guy. is on <laughs> video, by the way. You yes? will see this, I am sure, on the final. <laughs> you will 100% see this in the final video. Adam has it on video. I look like an absolute fool. And like as much as earlier, I was like, well, these people aren't racing. I decided to like try to out sprint some guy I didn't know and I missed the finish line. So, I mean, I'm a, you know. I guess I'm just as guilty as anyone else, but it was a lot of fun and it was a very well marked route because I was panicking at the start line and uh, yeah, it just never, it didn't it didn't work out for me. Bad internet connection where at the last second. So no good. I,
4: I don't think those cones were super helpful in, in telling us
0: where to go. I, if
4: Brian was not in front of me and taken the left where the cones were, I would have gone where you went to. That's like, it just wasn't. Super it was clear. not it was
0: there were arrows at every other turn there was no arrow true we there's on there's no arrow there and so like i looked out for arrows for like whatever how long were we on the bikes like four hours five hours Dude, and it was, there like was four no and hours. yeah yeah there's no arrow at the end and so uh thank you brian that makes me feel a little bit better uh but it was super i mean super well marked i think you know a lot of
4: it was turns. yeah
0: yeah um yeah, I had a blast. Thank you, guys. Uh, anything else would anyone like to add about Farmer's Daughter before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm doing. I added it to the Ag Calendar today. Registration isn't up till January first, but uh, it's in there. It's around the same weekend, May twenty third, May twenty second, something like that. So,
4: yeah, yeah. I guess Everyone thank good? you, thank you to the organizers. It's a cool ride. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to doing it again.
1: Yeah, Definitely same. one of the best bang for your buck rides that I have
0: done. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, and there was beer, right? There was a beer ticket. Uh, yeah. And the beer was and, good. Uh, beer was good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, Beer was very good. Yeah. We saw a lot of other friendly faces there that, you know, we, we mentioned some, we didn't mention everyone, but uh, yeah, I think you, I think it's nice that it's not a race because I think that more people are more prone to sign up for something that isn't just a race. Um, so yeah, maybe do a race wave, I guess. And I don't know why you had chipped. I don't know why they had chip timing. Um, But yeah, I guess I've already, and now I'm just repeating myself. Thank you guys so much for being here. And uh, yeah, see you at Farmer's Daughter 2024. Thank
3: you. See you there. Thank you. See you.
0: Thanks again to Ryan, Adam, Sam, and BSP for hopping on the pod and riding Farmer's Daughter. Also, uh, Brian and Jeremy, who could not make it. Uh, Thank you both for also riding with us. Sorry that the timing didn't work out. Uh, And also shout out to Jason Berringer, who I mentioned earlier in the episode. He did tell us about this event. He spoke very highly of it, and I was not disappointed at all. I don't think anyone was. Highly recommend it. Put it in your calendar for next year. We're hoping to be back, and we hope to see you there, too. I uh, also would like to give a double shout-out to BSP. He does the editing uh, on these episodes of the podcast, the audio mixing, all of that stuff, and it is very helpful, and he's sort of a, you know, a behind-the-scenes superstar in a, in inclusion with his now in front. I mean, he's been on the show before, but today, I mean, think about it. He was on camera, but also behind. But, yeah, I guess some people don't really realize how much work goes into, like, a free podcast, and... Uh, yeah, you know, I really enjoy doing it. And I think Brian enjoys doing it too, not to speak for him. And I enjoy uh, his collaboration. And so, Brian, I appreciate you. Shout out to him for helping us out. That will do it for today's episode of the IJA Podcast. Thank you for listening or watching or consuming however you consume. If you're on YouTube, a like and a subscribe is very appreciated. And if you're on a podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we would love for you to leave us a review there. It really goes a long way in helping us find other listeners like you. So Thanks again for listening. Hope to see you at Greylock. Hope to see you at some other event that we have going on. Oh, Greasy Johns. Wow, I should have mentioned this earlier. Uh, I don't even have it written down here. Greasy Johns is on July 16th. It's at my house. I, I was inspired by Greasy Joe's, which is a, uh, you know, a, a sort of grassroots ride that has been going on for a while. I remember my dad telling me about that uh, before I was ever into bikes at all. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. You can, we can leave this in, Brian. I'm not gonna sneeze um greasy johns there's three different routes well uh, there's like sort of uh the extra sloppy is the hardest one uh very a uh, very sloppy half slop full slop and half slop that's what it is actually i told you i didn't have this written down extra sloppy is like 96 miles starts from here it's gravel the next one is uh shit i should just pull this up Hold on. Give me two seconds to pull this up. You guys are still watching, right? You're still watching. Uh, every time I log, every time I try to log into Strava, it wants me to log in. Every time I go to Strava, it wants me to log in again. Why is that? I don't have, like, cookies disabled or anything. I don't know why that happens. Okay, here we go. Greasy Johns. Sunday, July 16th. That's starting from uh, my house, which I, yeah, I guess that means I'm giving out my location uh, on the internet. I'm sort of doxing myself here. Don't really feel super comfortable about it, but I'm not going to say the address uh, on the podcast, I guess, if that helps. So if you head over to the Strava, uh, it's just a hill club on Strava. There are three events. They're all greasy Johns. There's extra sloppy, full slop, and half slop. The extra sloppy starts around 7.30 a.m. The full slop starts around 9 a.m. And the half slop starts around 10 a.m. You can sort of roll out however you want, but the plan is for everyone to be back here at the end at the same time for a sort of potluck summer get together if you will uh or just like laying on the grass in pain after you've suffered for a few hours so there are three routes up there they're all different lengths it all starts at different times you can check it out on the strava uh, ija club i personally will be riding the extra sloppy and then coming back here and setting up some tables and stuff and pe- for people to bring food uh sort of bring your own uh like alcohol bring your own food uh, uh Relax on the alcohol. Don't be like getting crazy at my house. That's not what I'm asking for people to be doing. It's like getting all freaking hammered at my house. Um, uh, <laughs> extra sloppy, full slop, half slop. Let's pull them up. Let's see how long the roots are. The extra sloppy is 95 miles with 6,200 feet of elevation. The full slop is 69 miles, nice, with 4,500 uh, elevation. And the half slop is 53 miles, 3,400 feet of elevation mixed ride mostly gravel some single track technical sections not too too many because they're not my favorite but there are definitely some all of the routes are going to be challenging all of the routes will uh cause you to suffer a bit if you do the uh, extra sloppy there are three stops and uh there are two stops on the full slop and the half slop those are both at Oniko market at mile 24 and mile 35 is at sunny's market for the half slop and, um, the full slop is, you know, just a little bit different, but the same, hold on. I have it here. Super prepared for this mile 35 and mile 50. So we try to split up the, the rest stops nicely. It might be a couple hours before the first one. Um, but yeah, bring a couple of bottles, bring a flat fix kit. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, uh, John at it'sjustahill.com. That's the greasy John's grassroots gravel grinder, Extravaganza. Yeah, the last one was a stretch, but what are you going to do? I'm all alone here, and now I am just feel like I'm, like, you know, grasping for air. Uh, okay, thanks for listening, watching, whatever. Uh, I have a blast doing this, and I appreciate you all for uh, being a part of it in one way or the other. So see you on the next one.
4: decaf left, regular right, decaf left, regular right. Very challenging work.